You probably heard this week a bit of news out of another social media giant, not Facebook, but Twitter. Yes, the world's richest man is looking to take over one of the world's most influential social media platforms. There are only actually a few hundred million active Twitter users, which pales in comparison to Facebook. But Twitter is that domain where... A lot of powerful people, be they business leaders, broadcasters, politicians, seem to use that social media platform for whatever reason as a bit of a town square. After all, that's how Donald Trump seemed to get his message out. So what will it mean having the world's richest man in charge of Twitter? Our tech expert, Paul Stenhouse, is with us this morning. Hey, Paul. Well, it's going to mean it's very expensive for one individual. Well, for him, right? But I think, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anyone can, how much does he need? $40 billion? Three, yeah. I mean, for goodness sake, you know. And he's going to need a lot of financing for that too. He needs to put up $21 billion in cash. Oh. Which, it's, a, <laughs> it's, you know, I think most people would struggle to kind of find $21,000, let alone $21 billion. Um, which explains why he sold Jack $8.5 billion worth of Tesla stock in the past few days. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got to liquidate that wealth. Yeah, that's crazy. So, okay, that's a good place to start. What does he actually have to do to pull this off? Because everyone's kind of talking about it like it's fait accompli, but it isn't yet. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's it's certainly not. And and if you remember what happened... Um, you know, with uh, I'm thinking in the media world, right? When the purchase of Sky in the UK, there were all these bidders, and they, you know, kind of like a crazy frenzy happened. Mm. The same thing could happen with Twitter. I don't know if its business fundamentals are so great that um, there's going to be people kind of lining up. But the deal is not done. It hasn't closed. Um, in fact, it still has to go to a Twitter shareholder vote. Mm. So Twitter cannot actively solicit um, a different buyer. But I mean, if the company's clearly for sale, and if someone wanted to put a bid in for it, um, they the board needs to be open to yeah. it. So, so there's lots to still happen. Elon's still got to also actually secure the financing. Right now, that is going to be made a touch more difficult with the fact that Tesla shares, after hearing of mm. this news, uh, lost quite a few percentage points, um, which could mean that his deal, uh, his his kind of uh, financing deals to put so much loan on margin and things might need to be re-examined. But there's still a lot of time. I mean, look how quickly this happened. This took three weeks. Yeah, how long does he have um, to do it? I think it's, they're expecting it to close sort of later in the year, but significantly later in the year. Oh, right, okay. So there's no great rush. Yeah. What does he want with Twitter, Paul? <laughs> well, there's many an op-ed in every yeah. publication over here trying to answer that exact question. I mean, look, it's probably, what, a bit of a status play, maybe? Because um, being the world's it, richest guy who's the founder of SpaceX know. and Tesla isn't enough. Well, the, other, the only other thing you can read is what he said publicly, and that is that he thinks it's, a, it's, a, it's a, almost a utility, and he thinks that it should be pri- uh, publicly, privately owned, sorry, privately yeah. owned, um, to make sure that it's doing the things that a public company wouldn't be doing as a, as a vital service of the internet. So mm. who knows? Um, maybe to get some of his ideas that he's been talking about actually to happen. Um, I mean, he's a big free speech guy, right? And I've got to say, and this might surprise some people, I, in the free speech debate, I think it's nuanced, right? But I, um, I tend to come down, if we're being absolutist about free speech, I tend to come down on the side of free speech. Uh, Yeah, but people, remember though, people forget two things about free speech. Yeah. There's 
there are, there is speech that is um, protected, and then there is speech that is not. You know, yeah. they always say you can't yell fire in a movie. Theater. Yeah, yeah, so of that, course. That isn't free speech, right? It's um, well, it is free speech, but that 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 type of thing wouldn't be kind of yeah. covered in that. Um, and so I think that's that's the thing they're going to have to. I don't know. It's 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 easy to say free speech is great, but Twitter's been doing a really um, uh, uh, they've, had, they've done a lot of effort over the past few years to try to make it a place people want to be. Yeah, I mean, it's and a, if there is hateful yeah. and hurtful content, you don't really want to be around. I, it. I I I don't necessarily disagree with that, but where I get uncomfortable is uh, I don't know about any one company deciding whether or not Donald Trump is allowed on its platform. I feel really uncomfortable about that in a speech, you know, in an area where where like is it, is it. Uh, yeah, I just feel I feel uncomfortable about that. And, and what will be intriguing is if Elon Musk says, you know what, actually Trump's Twitter ban will be overturned and, um, you know, and he'll be back on Twitter just in time for the election and fire things up in the way that we all know Donald Trump will. It's a, it's not, it's a tough debate and there are no kind of easy answers, eh? No, not at all. Because it's where do you draw the line, yeah. right? So the, so the Donald Trump argument's always been he's a world leader. You know, he could say this stuff down the barrel of a TV camera and yeah. people would um, probably air it. So, you know, if he says it on Twitter, it's really no different. But what about someone who's, you know, hateful or yeah. vengeful or, I don't know, or any of these other kind of descriptors? Like, it, it's a really tough line to draw. And I don't know that he knows what he's got himself into. Yeah, You know, Facebook's been trying to deal with this for what a decade um twitter has too and i don't know that there are easy answers to this and i don't know that the easy answer is just to open the floodgates yeah yeah um 40 billion dollars yeah so if you were earning what a hundred thousand dollars a year and you weren't being taxed that would take you what uh forty thousand years i think Something like that. You're asking this. You're, you're posing this question to the two worst people to answer it, Jack. Yeah, I think it's. I think <laughs> oh, maybe it's four hundred thousand. It's a very long. time. I think it might be four hundred thousand years. Oh my goodness, it's quite a lot of money, eh? <laughs> it is. Yes. Hang on. If you think I'm the Auckland the- house market was bad, wait till you try to refinance so you can buy one of the world's biggest social media platforms. I know. I just looked. For, yeah, four hundred twenty thousand years. It would be. Oh, for goodness' sake. That was, again, pretty good maths after just in, uh, working it out there in the head. Um, thank you, Paul. Good to chat. Riveting radio. Um, <laughs> yep, nothing like trying to do some basic arithmetic live on air. That's Paul Stenhouse, our tech expert. It is going to be fascinating to see what Elon Musk actually does with Twitter. One of the suggestions is that he might change the algorithm. And if you've been on Twitter, you will know it's an awful place and everyone is horrible. So uh, one of the things that he might do with the algorithm is let you have more influence over the the messages and the tweets that actually turn up in your timeline. So, for example, if you didn't want to see all of Donald Trump's, but you did want to hear from Donald Trump from time to time or have access to Donald Trump's tweets, you could do that. And I think some sort of solution like that might be a really good idea. But it'll be fascinating to watch.